What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 250. Episode 250 of Sports Wave with Dre Day podcast. I want to thank everybody for their support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. This episode here, it's a couple of things that I want to dive into on this one. Um... Definitely got to dive into some NBA talk. Um, uh, little NBA talk. One thing in particular, this Russell Westbrook situation with him not liking, you know, peep, 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 him being called Westbrook. But listen, it is what it is. I'm going to dive into that a little later. Um, some breaking news in the NFL concerning Russell Wilson and... Aaron Rodgers, um, but the first thing I want to speak on is like like this is something that's very 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 serious. And listen, I know how the podcast game works. You got some podcasts where some people will pick and choose a segment to check out. You know what I'm saying? 
Like they'll go through, you know, the description, see what segment is at what time, and then they'll go to that particular segment. This first segment I want to do is very important, and I want to make sure it's priority number one on this episode. And the segment is about WNBA star, well, I'll say a WNBA great because she is a WNBA great at this particular point in her career, Brittany Grinder. Um, Grinder. Uh, first off, I want to say free Brittany Grinder. Let's just get that out the way right now. Um, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, she has been detained in Russia, but from multiple sources... I believe over the weekend, the news, you know, circulated that she was detained at a Russian airport for what they called, what is it, harnessed oil, something like that. Basically, in a nutshell, vapes. That's basically what she got arrested for, for having a vape. You know what I'm saying? That's what she got arrested for, for having a vape. But, um, again, the news broke out last weekend, but from multiple sources, she actually was detained last month in February. It just so happened that last weekend, they broke the news, which is crazy because, all right, let's keep it all. We're not in the middle of a war right now, but Ukraine and Russia is. It's clear that, I mean, I don't want to get into politics or nothing, but it's clear the U.S. and Russia are not allies by any stretch of the imagination. And then to now have this go on. And. I mean, listen, I've never been to Russia Especially with this going on, I never want to go to Russia. With this situation that is going on now with Brittany Grinder, who knows what Russia's politics or government is planning to have up their sleeve as it pertains to Brittany Grinder? Because if you read the reports, they just said that they had a WNBA player. They basically went through her accolades and explained who was it that they had detained. And then they found out it was Brittany Griner. And then earlier today, uh, the Russian, what was it, Russian TV, something like that, they released a video of Brittany Griner holding a paper, I guess with her name, like a mugshot, basically, you could say. Obviously, that was done a while ago, but just now, out of the clear blue skies, they decide to put this out there now. So now, listen, everybody is everybody is on the edge of their seat right now. Everybody, as it pertains to the WNBA, NBA, you know, it's a lot of anxiety and uncertainty growing right now um with Britney Grinder right now 
and Russia. But see, my whole thing is this. The Russian authorities said that they that she had cannabis oil in her luggage. And they accused her of smuggling crazy amounts of narcotic substance. Seriously? An offense like that in Russia, the punishment could be up to 10 years in prison. You know what I'm saying? This this whole thing is just crazy. It's 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 crazy, it's difficult. It sucks to even talk about because when I speak about the WNBA, I speak about the good. This is this there's nothing good about this. This is bad. It's nerve-wracking. It's scary. Because at the end of the day, all we want is for Brittany to be home. We want her to be home with her wife. We want her to be home with her family. But see, for me, the bigger picture is this. And I'm about to really get in my bag with this now. Because the bigger picture is this. Now, I've seen a lot of the comments from people on social media and you just got a bunch of dickheads just talking. Oh, she shouldn't have been out there in the first place. What's she doing out there? Yada, yada, yada. See, if you paid attention to the WNBA, you would know that a lot of these players, when the WNBA season is over, they go to Russia to go play ball. They go to Russia. They go to Italy. They basically go overseas. They're in Europe playing basketball when the WNBA season is over. Why? I'll tell you why. They go overseas because they get paid more over there than they do at home. Now you get where I'm going? Unfortunately, Brittany Griner has been doing this for many years. To my recollection, she's been doing this since she came into the WNBA. And I believe, I think it was 2013, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 2018. I mean, that's 2018. Pardon yourself. I believe it was 2013 where she got drafted in the WNBA. So I think every year from there on that to now, every offseason, she's made it her business to go overseas to Russia to play basketball. It's a bunch of people doing it. It's a bunch of girls. A bunch of girls that do it. The bigger picture is this. Maybe now, I mean, it's unfortunate that this happened. And listen, we hope, you know, that Brittany does not become a pawn or a bargaining chip with Russian government. That's the that's the main thing we hope doesn't wind up being the case because you know with that dude I'm not his name will not be said on my platform but y'all know who I'm talking about we do not know what's on that dude's mind at all we don't know so I mean listen the main objective is to get Brittany Griner back in the states and back home with her family but like I said. Unfortunately, this happened, but hopefully the WNBA can do what's right. 
and that start paying these girls what they rightfully deserve. They need some serious, serious money. Because I'm going to say it again. A lot of these girls, they go overseas when the season is over to get their big payday. These women should not be going to a foreign country to get paid more than what they get at home. Now, some of the girls, depending on who you are, might see seven figures in Russia. You just might. You might see it somewhere else, but you don't see it back home. And that's the sucky part. That's the pathetic part. That's the sad part. Because now you got to say to yourself, if these girls got paid more, they wouldn't have to go to Russia. Because for the most part, these girls are playing basketball all year. There's no breaks. And if it is, it's what, for a few months? And then right back, they at it again. They do WNBA. Season is over. Take a few weeks. Go overseas. They over there for a few months. Season's over. Take a little break. Train. WNBA season. So, I mean, this here, man, like this is unfortunate. This sucks big time. Big time. And again, man, I, I'm listen. I'm just. <sighs> we just want Britney to be home. That that that's like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying. We 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 just want we we just want a home, you know what I'm saying. And the crazy thing is, it's also reported that Russia has some very very strict LGBT rules and laws. Though it's not clear whether those rules and laws might impact her case. So right now it's not it like right now, like it's not looking too good, but we got to think positive. We got to think positive. We got to think positive. You know, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with Brittany at this difficult time. And, you know, like I said, hopefully, you know, she is cleared of these charges and she is brought back home to the state's where she belongs but it's also being reported that the biden administration is working on trying to get her out of russia members of the congressional black caucus said at a meeting with president biden this past monday so hopefully all else works hopefully that works and you know she can get back home to the states where she belongs. So, I mean, that's pretty much all, you know, I could say when it comes to that, you know, it's, it's, it, it just sucks. Sucks big time. Sucks big time. But we love you, Brittany. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, this is over soon and you're back in the states with your family getting ready for the WNBA season that's coming in a few more months. But uh aside from that um that was a that, that was a touchy subject, very touchy subject, very touchy. So if you if you if you hear it in my voice, you understand because it's 
It's nerve-wracking, uncertain. It's, it's it's a lot of things. It, it, it's it's a, it's it's a lot of things. So, like I said, all we gotta do is just basically, you know, think positive and have our thoughts and prayers with Brittany, and just you know try to stay positive with this thing. Cause y'all know how I am when it comes to the WNBA. I love these girls. I respect I, I respect them on and off the court. It's unfortunate that I had to speak about this, but I wouldn't be who I was if I didn't. If I'm going to speak about the WNBA, I'm going to speak about all of it, even if it's, unfortunately, this shit. But um, to get to something else, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. What we got? What we got on the agenda? What we got over here? Oh, Russell Westbrook. Mr. Russell Westbrook. Brody is what they call him. Uh, Mr. Triple Double is what they call him. See, those nicknames, I'm quite sure he don't have a problem with those names, right? But it's being reported that how he can no longer tolerate the nickname West Brick. Now, for those of y'all that don't know the genesis of West Brick, I believe the first person that I've heard say that was Skip Bayless. I believe he was the first person that said that. Now, for those of y'all who don't know who Skip Bayless is, he is the godfather of sports debate on TV. This was years ago. I'm mean, we talking probably ten years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Probably about probably I, I want to say probably about I want to say probably about ten, eleven years ago. I remember him being on first take, and he would call Russell Westbrook Russell Westbrook because of his shooting. He can't shoot for shit. We now fast forward to this year. And Russell Westbrook's wife, Nina Westbrook, rightfully so. I had no, I, I have no problem with her doing this. She's defending her husband. She's defending her man. She called out Skip Bayless for blocking her on Twitter, which Skip does a lot. He blocks a lot of people. In fact, he doesn't even follow nobody. But she basically... Caught Skip Bayless out for all the times that he's been dogging her husband with the Westbrook name, all that. Again, shout out to her because she, you know, she's standing by her man. She basically said, you got to stop calling people out their name. You are very disrespectful and a bully. This is why so many young people think it's okay to exhibit this type of behavior. Social media has become such heinous place because people like you, my name is Westbrook. I get where she's coming from, but she's making it seem like he's talking about her. My name is Westbrook. Okay, your name is Westbrook, but guess what? This is about him. And we have to think about what's going on this season, let alone his career. Okay, again. 
for four straight years, he averaged a triple-double. But look how many shots he had to take to get those points. Now, the rebounds and assists, we're not arguing about that. We're talking about the shooting. He's a bad shooter. Special talent. Gives it all on the court. He will never cheat you at all. But we got to call a spade a spade. His game this season, he has a reason on why his name is being called Westbrook. I mean, it's been called Westbrook for quite some time, but this year, it's, huh, it's like this year is at an all-time high with him being called Westbrook. So, he went on social media and basically was on the mindset of death threats that he's been getting, which is one thing I don't, you know, you know, I don't mind, you know, the West Brick thing, but come on. Death threats. These fans are going a little, you know, they're going, they're going a little too far with it. So this is what Westbrook said. This was after the loss to the Spurs on Monday. I 100% stand behind my wife and how she's feeling. When it comes to basketball, I don't mind the criticism of missing and making shots. But the moment it becomes where my name is getting shamed, it becomes an issue. I've kind of let it go in the past because it never really bothered me. But it really kind of hit me the other day. Me and my wife were at a teacher-parent conference for my son. And the teacher told me, Noah, who's his son's name, he is so proud of his last name. He writes it everywhere. He writes it on everything. He tells everybody and walks around and says, I'm Westbrook. And I kind of sat there in shock and it hit me like, damn, I can no longer allow people to bishmerit my name. Westbrook, this has nothing to do with your son. Like, I get the sensitive thing. I get that. Touchy subject. But this has nothing to do with your son. This is about your game and why you are being called Wes Brick. Maybe if you was in the gym shooting better, you wouldn't have this problem. You wouldn't have this problem. But see, now that you done put that out there, you know what's going to happen now. Every away game that you have for the rest of this season, them crowd, them fans, and the audience will be chanting Westbrook. I'm not saying they're going to be calling you it every time you touch the ball, but when you get to the free throw line, they're going to be calling you it. Probably when you do get the ball, they're going to be calling you it. There's only one way to defuse that problem. Step your game up. Get in the gym and improve that jump shot. Improve them three-pointers. Improve that free throw percentage. And you wouldn't have to worry about people calling you Westbrook. Because guess what? When they call you Mr. Triple Double, you don't have a problem with that. That's not calling you. I bet that's not calling you out your name. People have called you Brody. I bet you that ain't. A, I bet you that's not calling you out your name. You don't have a problem with that. They're not calling you out your name. 
They're not calling you anything derogatory. They're not calling you the N-word. They're not calling you monkey. They're not calling you boy. They're not calling you any of those things. They just Westbrook. I don't say anything wrong with that. There's only one way to defuse that problem. Step your game up. Because right now, you need to grow some balls. Because I'll say it, you sound like a bitch right now. That's exactly how you sound. Just step your game up. And you won't have to have this problem. The Lakers are having a bad season right now. You're somewhat responsible for that. I'm not going to put all the blame on you. But you're somewhat responsible for these struggles right now when it comes to the Lakers. Y'all are eight games below 500 with 18 to play. I think you should be more worried about that than worried about fans calling you Westbrook. Just stop it. Just stop it. Man up. You averaging 18 a game. You shooting 43% from the field, 28% from the three, 67 from the free throw line. And you average four turnovers a game. Worry about that. Stop worrying about the fans calling you Westbrook. Step your game up. Put your big boy pants on. Man the fuck up. It's that simple. Now, since I'm on the talk of NBA, I mean, listen, we almost getting to the finishing line of the regular season. We're almost there. We are almost at the finish line for the regular season. Miami right now is the number one seed in the East. They got a three-game lead on the Philadelphia 76ers. It's looking right now, this Miami team has been playing amazing these last few games. Tyler Hero just went bonkers a few nights ago. Miami is going to be a problem when the playoffs start. Like, they're that team that nobody is really talking about in the East. Like, everybody keeps talking about Philly, Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn. I don't know why people keep talking about Brooklyn, but, you know, I'm going to get to that in a few. Um, Listen, Boston is making strides lately. The Bulls is the Bulls. Listen, Listen, the Eastern Conference race. It's going to be interesting because I want to say for the the fourth, fifth, and sixth seed, teams are either a game a, a game behind or a half a game behind. So every day, the seeding can change. The seeding can change in the Eastern Conference. Same thing can be said for the West. The same exact thing. Like this, the playoff race for both of these conferences is going to be very, very interesting. And I'm here for it. I very, I'm very much am. I'm very much ready for it. But uh, listen, let's talk about this Brooklyn and 
six a game that's coming up on Thursday. Because when this episode drops, it will be Thursday. Because that's when the episode's going to drop. Obviously, we know the elephant in the room. The game is in Philly. Ben Simmons is now playing for the Nets. But unfortunately, he will not play in that particular game. No mystery to why he won't. Now, before I started recording this, it was reported that he will be on the bench, however, sitting with the team. See, that's the problem that I have here. Because if you're going to sit on the bench for that, why not play? Because if you think for one split second that them, that them fans in Philly is not going to ridicule you, call you out your name, why you sitting on that bench, you better think again. Their job is to make your night miserable as you return to Philly. He was better off not even coming. Who knows? I mean, he might change his mind. But again, it's being reported that he will be on that bench. Now, see, for that, you might as well play. For that, you might as well play. Because there are some people out there that believe he's lying about this mental health thing. And that's been the talk this whole season. On why he hasn't played yet. First they said it was the mental health issue. Then they said it was a soreness in his back. Yada, yada, yada. When the trade was official for Ben Simmons and James Harden. And of course all the other players. But those were the two A-side names. Right? We all knew March 10th was the date that he would have to return to Philly. And I also knew he wasn't going to play that game. I knew he wasn't. But see, Brooklyn couldn't be slick. He couldn't play any game prior to that because if he would have played those games, he definitely would have had to play the game against Philly. But see, here's the catcher. If this is really about mental health, if this is really about his sore, his some his soreness, on his back, he's going to have to sit out even more games after this. Because if he somehow plays the next game after this, it's going to raise some red flags. Trust me on that. Because, listen, Philly right now is winning that trade. They just are. I don't believe that they've lost since James Harden has joined them, or maybe I'm wrong. I think they might have lost one game, but that tandem with Embiid and Harden is looking very impressive, very impressive. Again, Ben Simmons hasn't been on the court yet. Seth Curry has been playing well with Brooklyn. Andre Drummond just had 20 points tonight against the uh, Hornets, a game that Brooklyn desperately needed because... The last 10 games, they 4 and 6. Brooklyn right now is tied 33 and 33. They are the eighth seed currently, which means they will be in the playing.
And if they was in the plan, they would be playing Toronto. Seven plays eight, nine plays ten. Brooklyn got to get it together. But the New York State, the New York mandate has been lifted. Mayor Adams has lifted the mandate. But see, now the question is, being that it's lifted, does Kyrie Irving play the home games now? Only time will tell. Because, again, Brooklyn has, we just had a road game against the Hornets. We won that. We got Philly on Thursday. The 13th. That's a home game. March 13th. That's a home game against the Knicks. Does Kyrie play that game? We're going to see. We are going to see. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because time is running out for Brooklyn. They got to get a winning streak going and they got to get it in the worst way. And the worst way. They got to start making some noise, some serious noise. Listen, Golden State has been so much on a slump that the Memphis Grizzlies has taken the number two seed from them. I mean, even though it's only a half a game, but still, they were on a losing streak. They had like a five-game losing streak. Memphis crept up on them, and now they got the number two seed. But listen, Phoenix, without Chris Paul, is still holding on to that lead. In the West, they got an eight-game lead. Eight-game lead. Dallas is on a five-game winning streak. I'm very impressed with what Jason Kidd has been doing with that with that Mavericks team. I have my doubts. I'm not going to lie. Luka has been looking amazing. MVP conversation, absolutely. Like, there's so many names in the MVP conversation, yo. You got Embiid, you got John Morant, you got Giannis, you got Joker, who's going for back-to-back, you got DeRozan, shit, Luka, that's six names right there. This MVP race is going to be very, very interesting Comes the end of the season. It's going to be interesting, y'all. It is going to be interesting. I want to say, you know what? I'm going to save that shout out. I'm going to save that shout out for the end of the episode. Because I actually got two shout outs. Because I haven't done them in so long that I'm going to do two shout outs. But enough basketball talk. Let's do football now. I did WNBA. I did NBA. Now let's get into some NFL talk. There's only two things to really speak on. And one of them I kind of expected. And one just came out of nowhere. But let's get to the one that we pretty much all knew was going to be the case. And that's with the diva himself, Aaron Rodgers. Me personally, I felt like he was not leaving Green Bay. I just felt like he wanted to... 
hold them hostage, hold them to the water, you could say, make them sweat a little bit until he got what he wanted. And voila, he got what he wanted. For two years, he got what he wanted. Last year, he wanted to get, you know, some type of say as it pertains to personnel decisions and signing players, and he got that. Cool. He wanted his respect from that. He got it. This year, he wanted to hold them hostage because he wanted to be the highest played player in the NFL. Now, he's got that. Oh, yeah, he's got that. He's got that bad now. Because it is being reported that Aaron Rodgers... Payday, big payday. When we talk about getting the bag, Aaron Rodgers got that bag. He reportedly has agreed to a four-year, $200 million extension with the Packers. So basically, in a nutshell, four more years... 153 million guaranteed. So Aaron Rodgers looks like he will be retiring a Green Bay Packer. But see, this is what I have to say about the whole situation. Now, I get that he has four MVPs, right? Obviously, back to back. He won this past season and he won the season before. Now that he done did that, and now that he's got what he wanted, which was his money. Aaron Rodgers, it is now time for you to bring a championship. I mean, it's been time for you to bring a championship to Lambeau. For whatever the reason may be, you haven't been able to do that. I mean, I know why last season you did because you ran into Goat Man Brady, but that's neither here nor there. This season, I don't know why. You got what you wanted. Again. You had home field advantage in the playoffs. All roads led through Lambeau Field both years. And you didn't get the job done. Particularly this season. Because you was only able to garner up 10 points in your divisional round game against the Niners at home in your house. You lose to Jimmy Garoppolo. Seriously? And then now the Green Bay Packers reward you with a four-year, $200 million extension. You got to bring a championship to Green Bay now. You got a four-year extension? I say you got to at least get two championships. He has to get at least, he has to bring at least two championships to Lambeau Field now. With this, with, with this extension. And remember, you ain't been there since 2010. You've been to four NFC Championship games. Prior to that, you've lost all four of them. I mean, you've never been in the GOAT conversation in my eyes. I mean, I let everybody else, you know, 
come up with that bullshit theory. But listen, man, you got what you wanted. For two years, you got what you wanted. Now it is time that you give these Packer fans what they rightfully deserve. And that's the Super Bowl berth. You got to make that happen. Brady is gone for the time being. <laughs> for the time being. So for the most part, in the NFC, the only team Green Bay got to worry about is the Rams. Because let's be real. The division they're in, they could wipe that division. You know what I'm saying? So that right there is a given. So it's safe to say that Green Bay will definitely be a top two team next year as well. It is time that they get to the Super Bowl. He's got to deliver. With this contract now, he's got to deliver. Because right now, he's looking like the greatest regular season quarterback to ever play the game. See, first it was Peyton Manning. But see, Peyton got two rings. Now, obviously, one of them, that last one, the defense propelled him. The defense carried him. But, hey, he still got two on his resume. I think Peyton got five MVPs. Aaron Rodgers got four. So he's looking like he's on the verge to being the greatest regular season quarterback to ever play the game. But it's time for you to produce where it really counts. And that's January. Hopefully getting into February. But we're going to see, though, man. We definitely going to see. We are definitely going to see. Now, the other thing that happened, and this actually broke before I even started work. Another Russell. No, not Russell Simmons. I'm talking about Russell Wilson. Mr. Sierra. I mean that respectfully. Lucky man, lucky man. Was traded to the Denver Broncos. Who saw that coming? Now, last year, remember, they were saying he wanted to be traded. And they even had the list of teams that he was interested in. Denver wasn't one of those teams. I think it was the Saints. I think the Cowboys. And the Bears. I think those were the three teams. Denver wasn't Denver wasn't on that shit. Russell Wilson goes to Denver with a fourth round pick. And Seattle in return get quarterback of the Broncos, Drew Locke. Noah Fanked. Shelby Harris. Two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick. Shit. Seahawks got a lot of picks. A lot of picks. Now the question is, does this make the Broncos a threat in the AFC? My question, well, my answer actually, Listen, with the division that they're in, they're in the same division 
with Patrick Mahomes. That division is going to be a slugfest because you got Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos. All those teams got dope quarterbacks. I think Derek Carr kind of proved himself this year. But listen, man. Russell Wilson with that Denver team. One of the problems that he had in Denver, one of the problems he had in Seattle was he didn't have an O-line. He's got that in Denver. Somewhat. He had one receiver or a receiver and a half in Denver. I mean, in Seattle. Huh. He's got more than that in Denver. Seattle we ain't had a top-tier defense since the Legion of Boom. Denver's defense is up there. And peep this. Von Miller is a free agent. He just won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Don't be surprised if he don't go back to Denver. Peep this. The Seahawks released all-pro linebacker Bobby Wagner. What team was Russell Wilson just on? The Seahawks? Don't be surprised if Denver don't try to go after him. I mean, listen, man. I'm just saying, man. I think I think Denver, right now, when I put them in the playoffs right now, I'm just trying to think of all the teams that made the playoffs last year. Which team would I take off and add them? It might be the Raiders. Just because of the quarterback factor. I trust Russell Wilson way more than I trust Derek Carr. But then again, still got Baltimore, still got the Chargers. Listen, the AFC is stacked at that quarterback position. You got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got Joe Burrow, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Justin Herbert, you got Derek Carr. Russell Wilson now. That's seven names. Whew. God damn. That AFC is going to be live this upcoming season. Every game is going to be important. Every game. Listen, I can't wait. I can't wait. I forgot to mention that Devontae Adams, they franchise tagged him. So he is going to be staying in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they franchise tagged Chris Godwin. So I guess for one more season, he'll be sticking around. So get well soon to him. If you remember, he had towards ACL. Uh, the weekend they played the Saints. That injury was gruesome. It did not look good as soon as the contact was made. I knew it wasn't good. 
And I like Chris Godwin. Dope, 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 dope player. Did some great things with Tampa. Did some great things with the GOAT. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, man, those were the, uh, those were some of the moves, the important moves in the NFL, you could say. And, uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I want to speak on? Is there anything else your boy want to talk about? Yeah, March Madness. It's on the horizon. Um, the women's March Madness is pretty much almost prepared. Uh, the conference tournaments was just taking place. The men's actually start actually tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. I think the males start tomorrow. The women's conference tournaments were already done. Obviously, the usual suspects won. Except for South Carolina, they lost. They lost in the SEC championship game to Kentucky from a walk-off, but they're still the number one seed going into the tournament. Stanford's number two. UConn is now, you know, creeping up with Paige Buecher being back, even though she hasn't been playing as much. But I just think with her being back on the sidelines, on the bench with her teammates, that's just sparking. The UConn girls, so let's see what happens with them um, come tournament time. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a wrap for this episode. And before I go, I said I have two shout-outs for this episode. Two. The first shout-out is Coach Pop. Yes. For me, the GOAT. Of coaches in the NBA, Coach Pop, because he has tied the regular season record for most wins by a coach with 1,335 wins. He's tied Don Nelson, but let's keep it a buck. Obviously, he will be the sole owner of that record because let's be real, San Antonio is not going to lose every game for the rest of the season. He only needs one more win. So he is going to be the sole owner of that record. So congrats to Coach Pop. For me, he's the GOAT. You know, Phil Jackson has his 11 rings, and that's cool. That's dope. But for me, Coach Pop is the GOAT of coaches in the NBA. And then I have one more shout-out. This shout-out has nothing to do with none of of the sports that I talked about on this episode. This shout out goes to the toughest SOB in WWE history, the beer swelling, stomping the mud hole in your ass and walk it dry, the goat himself, the Texas rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. For those of y'all that don't know, I am a huge wrestling fan. And Stone Cold Steve Austin is my favorite, favorite superstar of all time. I didn't say favorite wrestler of all time. I said favorite superstar of all time as far as popularity goes. WrestleMania 38 will be in Texas. Dallas, Texas for that matter. Jerry World for that matter. And Stone Cold Steve Austin will be in the building. 
Kevin Owens, who I love and respect, has called out Stone Cold Steve Austin to a match or uh, appearance on the KO show, whichever way you want to call it. Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in 19 years. Now, I don't know what type of program this is going to be with KO, but I do know this. An ass whooping will be given out. And it won't be Stone Cold getting his ass beat. It's going to be Kevin Owens. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold says so. So, yes, those are my two shout-outs. Two goats and their respected, you know, sports. Coach Pop and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, again, it's a wrap for this episode. I want to thank everybody for their support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Y'all can catch your boy on all streaming platforms except Tidal. Um, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeart, all those platforms. Um, social media, y'all can find me on my F- Facebook page, Dre Day, my IG page, Dre Day 1985, or Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. The link is in the bio. On Twitter, DreDay1985. So once again, man, thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. And closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with DreDay Podcast. Again, thank y'all for y'all support. Everybody out there, stay safe. Be safe. Catch y'all on the flip side. God bless. Peace and love. 250th episode is now over and done. God bless. Peace and love. We out of here. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN Index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested... Please contact Will at WillSpady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com. Or call him at 443-810-0384.